We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Roto-Wire Soccer Podcast. This is Kits and Wagers. We're coming after hours in the middle of the night with Hawaiian shirts, Hawaiian shirts and wagers. I'm Adam Zedrek, joined by Chris Owen. But first, a little advertisement here. Are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and of actual utility? Try SoRare, the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards, soccer players from over 180 clubs on SoRare. That's S-O-R-A-R-E dot com. Chris, welcome into the show. Uh, you have a kid on here? What do, what do we got here, doll? I got a little something special I had to pull okay. out of the uh, the back of the dresser. I am sitting here, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see here, but this is a home kit. This is a, a specialty kit, only <laughs> one-on-one right here, number four on the back. Um, this is, I used to play prior to my move out to the, uh, out to Washington. I played a lot of men's league in Madison, Wisconsin. I had a team that I ran. I was the manager for hot wheelers FC. So if you're watching the, the logo, looks like a hot wheeler, hot wheelers logo. There might be some, some infringement. I don't know, but, uh, basically took that and, uh, yeah, ran with that team a couple for four or five years after college. And it's got a lot of games on it. I got a number four on the back. So I don't, you know, that's what I'm rolling with this week. Had a, you know, dug Legal into the Dyke. back. Yeah, kind of an ode to him because he's just incredible center back. But uh, yeah, pulled it out of the back of the dresser. We're getting a little slim. I'm hoping we're getting closer to Christmas time here, which is a classic time for me to refill on a couple kits and uh, maybe break out some of the ones that are sitting in the back of the closet here too. So yeah, um, it's uh, a little after eight out here on the West Coast and Adam's working overtime. It's after 11, I believe, uh, in the in your time zone. So, I mean, shout out to you for coming out and getting it done on the late night, you know, no, no yeah, excuses. That's not, the, that's not the full story here. I, I flew <laughs> in, I landed a, a couple hours ago. So I came into Florida. That we, that's why we got, well, I guess this is a Florida shirts and wagers. That's what we're doing. Not, not Hawaiian shirts. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just coming off the plane. I just figured, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep the vibe going here and, you know, sorry about the no kit, but I think, uh, Florida kit, I guess we we'll call it that. I don't know. That probably doesn't work. If there's but. if there's any exceptions that we're gonna make, it's when you get fresh off the plane from Florida and you're still in your your uh, you know yes. hula shirt or your Hawaiian shirt or your it's a sharp looking shirt is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> 
Yes, very sharp. All right, so we're talking game week 17 in the Premier League, and I think the big news for us is that we both hit our best bets last week. I think we we destroyed them. I mean, there's no, there wasn't even a question. I my best bet was to Arsenal to win and for there to be more than one and a half goals. They won three to nil. That was plus one hundred. I got. Chris took Leicester to win. They won four to nil. That was minus one thirty five. So. Hey, we're cruising right now. My article was, you know, back to some positive numbers. So if you want to check that out, rotowire.com. But, you know, we're just we're just reading the league just like that. Ever since, you know, we're on this home train here and we're just going to keep riding the, the home wave and see if, if that continues to work over this holiday period. But, yeah, so only one away team won last week. It was Manchester United. I did not see the game. I was in Florida. Sorry, but I did see uh, the lone goal was Ronaldo from the PK spot. And otherwise, it seemed like Norwich actually put up a decent fight there. So I think it stands. Uh, home teams are the way to go still. Yeah. First and foremost, you know, the the magic crystal ball that we popped into, was that, a, was that last Friday? You know, showed us the right things. The tea leaves look good. We made some good bets. I think uh, the tide's changing. Not that the tide was particularly low, but um, you know, My you give me the low. opportunity. The, the, yeah, the, you give me the opportunity to, the high to tide. That's good. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're yeah, we're definitely. You know, I think it was you going down to Florida, getting a good look at the tides. Um, but yeah, that being said, good week. Uh, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna sit and hang our hat on that. We're gonna, we're back here again three days later, ready to make some more bets because that's what we do here on the Kits and Wagers podcast. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, away teams, uh, once again, not getting it done. That game, honestly, Norwich City, I watched a fair bit of it and then, of course, did my like my Sunday ritual of watching the extended highlights on uh, from Peacock or whatever. And Norwich City could have walked away with that one. You know, classic Penaldo getting it done. Um, you know, but yeah, David De Gea played great. So that was, that was wild. And we're yeah, now... I read someone's quote that was like, the only reason Manchester United won was because of De Gea, pretty much. It, yeah. Weirdly, it might have been like Gabby Egbon Lahore. I saw him. It must have been Talk Sport or something, some quote I saw on Twitter. But so I, that was all my analysis from that match I needed. Yeah. Uh, Gabby and Jamie Carragher have a similar career arc, except Jamie was much better. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like a little bit player dependent. So, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, back again, we saw seven teams lose uh, on the road. It's now eight road wins in in the last 48 matches. Liverpool, Manchester City, Chelsea are six of those. And then the one, and then Manchester United now, you know, so top four sides. And then the only other one, which we're going to get into in a second, it being Aston Villa. So that's kind of interesting that they, they're the only like non top, non top six ish side that uh, could get it done. Yeah, that brings us to this this first game here Tuesday. So we have there's only two matches on Tuesday. Manchester United, Brentford was postponed a few hours before we started the show. And we're talking Norwich home against Aston Villa. Odds on this one, Norwich to win are plus two thirty. Aston Villa are plus one thirty. So they are the slight favorites. Draw is plus two thirty five. You can get over two and a half goals at one plus one ten. Under is minus one thirty five. So unsurprisingly, the under is clearly the way to go here. And 
should we take Estonville the win right here at given what we just said and at plus one thirty? Is that is that worth it? I guess. I'm not doing this game. You know, <laughs> we just we've talked about it so long. They're the only road favorite on the slate which is kind of interesting that all the home teams are playing or all the, you know, city, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United, or I guess Man United is not playing, but they're all playing at home. So this is the only team that's going to, you know, head to uh, Norwich city and their favorite. So I'm going to avoid it and I will get into that, but um, I'm, I'm not on Aston Villa here, despite how well they've been playing. And despite they're the only team that has uh, not outside the top six ish that has one on the road. Yeah, this is the Dean Smith, the return. Well, maybe not the return because this is in Norwich. So, but it's Dean Smith going against his former team, which, you know, he was managing a month ago. Uh, so it's, it's going to be kind of weird probably for him and maybe for some of the players. I, I mean, I don't know. He's been with the team for a few years, at least probably four or so. I don't, I don't know exactly, but so it might be weird for some of the guys. Uh, might be weird for Dean, but I think I found some good odds here. You can get no on both teams to score at minus 105, which, you know, that seems like the way to go. If you if you're under two and a half goals is minus 135. Like the only way that loses is, you know, it's 1-1. One, one. But I think unless something crazy happens, like I don't think Dean Smith thinks his team – you know, has the ability just to, I don't know, run up the score on Aston Villa. Like, he's going to want at least a point from his former team, and that's kind of what we saw from uh, Gerard in Aston Villa last match. Like, kind of just, you know, they just they almost sat around for that, that point against Liverpool, and I think both teams will kind of play the same way. I mean, it with how these teams have played, it's almost like there's only one way this game's going to go. There's going to be limited chances. It's going to be low scoring and it could go one nil either way. Once a team gets that one goal, I think it'll, it'll stay there. Yeah. I, I equate the way that Aston Villa plays at least small sample size. I, I equate the way they play to Wolverhampton. Now they just like seem like they're really compact and really play defensively. And, you know, Wolves are just a team who are not letting up a lot of goals and not involved in games that have a lot of goals either. So I think definitely, I don't know if we got into the, the unders here. Under two and a half, minus 135. One and a half is two, plus 220. Now, and um, yeah, so I, I just think, as you mentioned, this could really be a, a low scoring affair. That yeah, being said, go ahead. You're, you're going over now? Is that what you're going to say? Sorry. That being said, like, I just, I'm interested to take Norwich at plus 230. We'll see, you know, just because of everything we've mentioned about the away teams not being able to get it done. Norwich have actually been okay. And they, I mean, they lost a three, three nil two games ago, but they tied Newcastle. They tied uh, Wolves two games prior. But yeah, they should have walked away with at least a point, if not three points, against Manchester United last Saturday. So I, I think they can do it against Aston Villa this weekend. Yeah, just speaking of, so you just compared Villa to Wolves, and Norwich had a scoreless draw against Wolverhampton uh, less a few weeks ago, so four matches ago. And like you mentioned, the under one and a half goals, but I think the way to go if you like if you're really high in this over here, so scoreless draw is plus nine fifty. You can instead of just doing uh, under the one and a half, you can take you could probably get. 
better odds if you do bet score the straw plus one fifty or plus nine fifty uh, Norwich to win one nil plus nine hundred or Aston Villa to win one nil at plus six fifty. So you have three like three options there. You can really go any of those routes. Um, I mean, if you if you have a favorite in this match, like if you want to stick with a home team, Norwich one nil plus nine hundred. I don't know. It seems it seems like a reasonable route here. Uh, I do like. I mean, the safe route is, you know, the bet I mentioned previously, just know on both teams a score. So then it's, you get the one nil both sides and you get the score of the straw. So, um, definitely, you definitely big brain that, you know, you get, you gave us all the, all the potential options outside of the one that seems the most obvious, but is going to uh, bring us a, a, a higher profit there. So that's a good call on that. Factor. When it finishes like three, two, four, two, and it's just <laughs> crazy up and down, then I don't know, then it, it'll just, we'll just chalk it up as a weird match. Yeah. Todd Cantwell like scores a hat trick off a couple worldies. That's despite yeah. not having scored this season. Yeah, short game week. I don't. I don't even know if he, how much he's been playing. I Cantwell started uh, the first match under Dean Smith. I don't think he started since then. But yeah, Norwich have gone with. Uh, they started Placheta. Uh, I th- think it's he's like some Polish guy. Um, I think he got his first start of the season last week. So they're still you know figuring things out, which isn't too surprising. But I think that's all we can talk about Norwich and Aston Villa here. Yeah, only yeah. only other thing I'll say before we move on is uh, Timu Puki is at plus one forty on goal score. If you uh, he's got five of Norwich's eight goals this season. So if you're any, I, as I always mention, I love a good anytime goal scoring. We hit on um, Manuel Dennis last week at like plus two forty. So Puki would at one you, plus one forty. Would you do that by itself, plus one forty, or? Like you gotta think if Pookie's scoring, Norwich are winning, so plus two thirty, or you just combine those, and I'm sure that's plus three hundred or something, or probably higher yeah. than that. So, yeah, uh, Pookie to score and win is plus three hundred on DraftKings. So, I mean, probably yeah, I would probably actually go the score and win over the to score just because you're doubling your your money there at least. Yeah, I mean, I guess the chances of the chance that loses is, you know, the four-two <laughs> result that we were just discussing. So yeah, right. Yeah, no, I, that's uh, just a couple things on that match. I, I'm honestly pretty intrigued to watch it. Especially, yeah, should be a good game. Yeah. So with all these midweek ones, we, it's kind of I don't I don't want to say standalone, but it's almost standalone. It's you know it's the first game of the weekend. It's 15 minutes before Manchester City match in which they're minus 700 against Leeds, who are plus 1700. So. It, you know, it's probably going to be the more exciting game, or at least more exciting uh, result, um, instead of I don't know complete domination. But granted, uh, I w- I don't I wouldn't touch Manchester City to win by multiple goals in that match, just uh, given recent results. But we are not talking about that match. We're talking Crystal Palace home against Southampton. Crystal Palace this game is Wednesday. They're plus one fifteen to win. Uh, Southampton plus 250 to win, draws plus 245. So the unfortunate thing for me was I had a really good week this past weekend, and there's no legalized gambling in Florida. So I couldn't, I did not plan ahead. I did not put my bets in ahead of time. I didn't, so I couldn't uh, capitalize on a lot of these things. And this Crystal Palace game that they had against Everton was one 
I would have taken because that lineup Everton started Fabian Delft in the midfield. And I was like, okay, Crystal Palace, this is a good spot to rebound. And then they did rebound pretty easily, 3-1. But I like Crystal Palace in the spot. Uh, last week, I feel like, you know, the games we talked about, it was like, ah, it's kind of hard. I kind of like this away team here. But this week, it's kind of, you know, maybe, maybe the way to go is just taking all these home teams and, so Crystal Palace, the only home loss they've had, they've had this season was against Aston Villa, which we mentioned. But otherwise, uh, they, you know, they have some draws here and there. They they beat Tottenham earlier in the season. They have a bunch of draws, sure, but Southampton it probably going to start Caballero again. I don't think they've had their press conference yet. So Fraser Forster may have a chance to return, but even then, he hasn't played this season. So I, I just. Wasn't uh, too high on Southampton overall. And then you got Caballero in there and Crystal Palace playing at home. And, yeah, I I like them on a short week. I think they're a deeper team too. Yeah, Southampton winless in their last five. Haven't haven't played well. Um, Connor Gallagher, man, that guy is – he's been so fun to watch. He's on loan from Chelsea, correct? I don't know why I think that, but – uh, is he on? Uh, that sounds right because he was on loan. He must have been on loan at West Brom last season. He's probably still on loan. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes, we have Rotowire.com player page has him on loan from Chelsea. But yeah, he's been so good. Yeah, I'm with you here. Southampton definitely not really playing well. Although it's, I mean, Crystal Palace in the same last six matches, Crystal Palace has seven points from the six matches. Southampton has five. So in, in that sample size, they're about the same. Um, the The whole goalkeeper situation is really tough for them, as Alex McCarthy was playing playing pretty pretty good for them. Um, and yeah, I don't feel good about uh, whatever forty one Willie, forty one year old Willie Caballero coming off the uh, the street to to start again. And you know, Fraser Fraser Forrester is a is a bit better, but still, I don't. I, I don't see it particularly good. And I don't, is Lianco, Lianco going to still stay in the, the starting 11 here or did, are they returning uh, some defenders? Uh, from what I saw, he did not start this past week. And it was Salisu and, or sorry, Benerick and Stevens started. Uh, yeah. Benerick returned from an injury and then Stevens was back. Uh, Salisu, I don't know, but so I think the big thing with Southampton, I guess just comparing these teams, I think uh, Crystal Palace are just a deeper team and they have fewer injuries. Like if you're watching on YouTube right now, I have our projected lineups in and a bunch of Southampton forwards have injuries. Uh, we have Broha projected to start, but I don't think he's going to be healthy enough. So like Broha, Broja or however, Broha. however you say his name, Armstrong, Shea Adams is out. Uh, I mean, it, we could have a situation where Nathan Redmond starting up front, Nathan Tello starting up front, Theo Walcott could even be in there. So they're dealing with all these injuries, and it's you know three games between matches. While Crystal Palace, you you wouldn't think they're actually a deep team, but like they started Will Hughes, a former Watford man, he has you know Premier League experience. They started him last game. Maybe he's not going to start again, but like. They had Eberichi Easy, who's coming back from his Achilles injury. They got Olise, a young, young striker, young winger that they have. So, like, Ben Teke didn't start last match. So, like, if you didn't look at Crystal Palace's lineup, you wouldn't 
be like, oh yeah, this they have you know they're too deep at every position, but they're pretty uh they're a pretty solid squad, and I I think the just combined with Southampton's injury short week, like I like you can get them plus odds to win. I think that's a that's a good decision there. Yeah, do you think that puts uh, under two and a half goals for the match at minus one thirty five in play, or would you hold off? I probably wouldn't do that just because, like, what we saw with Arsenal. Like, I, like Crystal Palace haven't had a difficult time scoring this season uh, for the most part. Like, they've been pretty solid. Like, they're a team like Arsenal that could score three goals themselves, and, you know, that bet will be done. I, I'm like, I, I don't, I mean, I think Southampton, you know, they want to, they want to keep this lower scoring, but, I think Crystal Palace are going to probably control possession and I, I don't want to take any under in a match that, that Caballero is starting in. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Crystal Palace. I mean, ranking in the top price six or seven there in, in terms of goals, goals scored this season. So yeah, their attack's been pretty solid. The, the Southampton attack as of late has been, or Southampton defense has been way worse than when they were earlier in the season. So yeah, I think, you're probably right on taking on getting away from the unders, and especially when you consider that the over two and a half goals is plus one ten. Yeah, I mean, if, if if you're just looking at these teams, that the under is probably that's why the odds are like that. The odds are the favored for the under there, but like Southampton have allowed multiple goals in the last three away matches. One of those was a two-one loss to Norwich. Now they have Caballero. Like I mentioned in my article, they had this this streak last season when they had all these injuries, and they kind of just fell apart, and they were lucky to stay up. And I don't know. They might be going through another stretch right now, and it doesn't help that all their forwards that have been pretty decent this season, all those guys aren't going to be playing. So this is, this is not a spot I'd look at Southampton plus 260 in, especially given you know away teams in general. Yeah, definitely. So we had a tough time deciding on this third game to talk about because we're still not sure. It's maybe 50-50 on whether this Tottenham-Leicester City match is going to go through. Still waiting to see what happens with you know COVID and everything with Tottenham because their last two matches have been postponed. That's including the uh, UEFA match. So we decided we talked Liverpool last week. We're talking Chelsea now. They're home against Everton. Minus 400 favorites. Everton are plus 1,100 to win. Draws plus 550. So Fabian Delph started last match, as I said, and it's it's unclear if Allen is going to be ready again. So if Fabian Delph starts, I'd probably go with like Chelsea minus 1.5, Chelsea minus 2.5. And, and then you, you actually throw in... I think Richarlison also picked up some maybe a muscle issue last match too, so he may not even be ready to start. And uh, what they started Andre Gomez last match, and already Lucas Dina is you know he's in the doghouse. He was basically benched recently. <laughs> I mean, the, again, you know, the. We're tr- we're trying to pick a match here that wasn't you know we weren't going to be on the same side like you're not gonna you're not on Everton that is correct <laughs> yeah that's fair 
Yeah, a little bit of a, a bummer just considering the COVID situation and the weather and all that stuff with Tottenham and Leicester because this is that would if they do play that's definitely a game to take take a look at because they're pretty even odds. Um, two team Leicester's been playing pretty a little bit better, um, but yeah, those would have loved to chat that one. But obviously, we're not going to talk about a game that potentially might not happen or is potentially missing like a half of a starting eleven where it makes it tough. But uh, would absolutely take if it does happen. You know, see see if uh, Tottenham's missing a few key players, and maybe check take a look at Leicester. Yeah, so the odds I'm looking at here, uh, you can get Chelsea minus one and a half. That's minus one twenty five, so not terrible. Minus two and a half is plus two hundred five. So again, you know, a three nil result is not out of the question. And I, I kind of like those more than. Uh, my favorite bet, Chelsea to win in a shutout, minus 130. Uh, just not as, not as good at odds. And uh, it's, I think it's more likely, I don't know, maybe it's not more likely, but I still think Chelsea get a couple goals in this matchup just just because of what's actually going on at, uh, at Everton right now. I, I don't know, unless... Yeah. Uh, Lukaku... Like Chelsea, they have their injury issues in the midfield, but they're pretty healthy now up front. Like Lukaku is set to start. Uh, he's getting back from his issue. Pretty much everyone's healthy except for their central midfielders right now. So unless they rotate, I I think this is a good spot for Chelsea to win by multiple goals and score multiple goals. Chelsea have either been like blowing teams out or been in shootouts. You know, when you look at their last, I think, seven games, including the two Champions League games, they beat Leicester City 3-0. They beat Juventus 4-0. Uh, 1-1 draw with Chelsea, 2-1 over Watford. That uh, shootout last, I think that was two weekends ago, 3-2 against when they lost to Chelsea, or to West Ham, excuse me. And then they drew Zenit 3-3. And then last weekend was really another shootout where they won 3-2 over Leeds United. So, Six of those seven games, they've been over three goals. So, I mean, looking at the looking at the the over there, minus or over two and a half isn't great. It's minus one forty five. So, I'd probably skip that. But if you're really feeling it, you know, over three and a half is plus ninety. So, you mentioned Lukaku, and they've been doing it even without Lukaku, like playing particularly well. His one one goal in you know since he came back from injury, and that was in that uh, that three three game against Zenit. So they, they've been able to find goals from a, a bevy of places and, and just the way that things have been going, it's like, you know, I kind of want to think about that over three and a half goals, which is a pretty big ask, but definitely to win by multiple goals is, is probably a little safer play. Yeah. I think the one thing I guess I kind of overlooked a little bit, their defense just doesn't seem to be as good without N'Golo Conte in there, which isn't surprising. Uh, I mean, they're starting Ruben Loftus cheek over him. <laughs> So I guess that's the worrying thing. Like if you take Chelsea minus one and a half, Chelsea minus two and a half or something, and maybe you look at the the over instead. But at that point, like you're counting on Everton to, to score as well, which yeah. I'm not as confident in Everton scoring as I would be with Leeds <laughs> or West Ham. Like, I mean, I say that and then, you know, they've scored a couple goals the last few matches, but this is away from home and I, I don't know. I'm okay. Let's, they haven't scored more than one goal away from home since August. Uh, they've, they have two goals in the last four away matches. 
And then you throw in the possibility that Richarlison misses out and he, you know, he had the faux hat trick against Arsenal, but like it's the Solomon Rondon could start. And we already saw what, what he's done with them. I, I don't know. I, I still like the Chelsea minus one and a half minus minus two and a half in that range, something like that, instead of, you know, counting on Everton to get two goals and like a three, two kind of result kind of thing. Yeah, that minus two and a half is pretty appetizing at plus 205. We could easily see them um, winning by three goals here. Yeah. Yeah, that's my, that's what I'm first looking at. Yeah, I put a, I'll put a secret parlay in my article too. It involves Chelsea minus one and a half. I won't tell I won't tell the listener what it is. You have to go to rotowire.com to see what the rest of that parlay is, but it did include Chelsea minus one and a half. I'm going to go to rotowire.com to see the secret parlay that you got going on. It's a great idea. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so we talked about our three matches. We're both on fire right now. It's a small fire. Uh, Let's see, the flames are, was it yellow? Yellow flames is a young fire. I think that might be something like that. Uh, So we're getting up to, we're getting up to the blue flames. We're getting up to the white flames. So uh, game week 17, best bets. Also, I guess I can't forget. So last week, if you did not listen for some reason. I gave Chris three options, and he picked the best one. Uh, I almost hit all three of those, but uh, Newcastle could not get a goal for me. So I'm going to give Chris three options here, and I hope none of these inner inner uh, mess with what his best bet is because I don't know what his best bet is for the show. <laughs> Again, this is a late 11:30 podcast look for me time, so. Um, we're you know flying by the seat of our pants, literally, as I just got off the plane. So, Chris, to quickly before you give me those, last week was like shooting fish in a barrel, though. You know, you gave me some pretty solid bets there. So I'm These hoping you can do solid. it again. Okay, good, good. Oh wait, one of them is this Leicester Tottenham match, which man? All right, whatever. Oh, I'm leave it, leave it as is. Screw it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So a couple of these we just talked about them. So. I'm going with Villa, Norwich, the no on both teams to score, minus 105. You know, we talked about those reasonings. Next one, Crystal Palace to win, plus 125. Again, talked about those reasonings. And then the other one is Leicester, plus 110. 
and they're home against Tottenham. So again, going with the home team and going against a team that's we don't know who exactly has been been dealing with COVID, but uh, seems like a lot of people on Tottenham have had COVID. So uh, Leicester to win at home, and you have a favorite from those. What do you got? Again, you know, I I feel really confident with the the bets you've provided once again here, Adam. Um, I'm going to avoid the Villa versus Norwich because I'm going to get into that in a second. And I'm just, you know, why let's get a little, again, we'll diversify as we did last week. Uh, that being said, I, I love both these. I was thinking about these ones too. Uh, the palace plus plus one twenty five to win against the Southampton side that are struggling, but Leicester city plus one ten to win at home. We're going to keep riding this, this home, you know, win streak that we've seen or whether, I mean, there's been a couple of draws in there, but uh, a lot of teams still winning seven, one last seven home teams won last week. And the fact that we have no idea what's going on with Tottenham, you know, who's been able to train, who's going to play, um, you know, they're doing this all over zoom or are they kicking the ball around or what? So, and those odds are good. Lester at home uncertainty with Tottenham Lester plus one ten to win is my best bet for Adam. Okay. Yeah, so I grabbed these odds uh, for my article, which I wrote this morning, and it looks like there are some updates. So Leicester are now plus 115, so that's not a good sign exactly, but uh, I still like Leicester in this spot. So plus 115 for Leicester to win, and we'll say if that match gets postponed, we'll take Palace to win. And for as a time of the podcast, they are now plus 115. Um, they were plus 125 in my article, so... Seems like everyone is on the Palace to win bet, and it, but it looks like for some reason Tottenham got some money here, so they changed the odds a little bit. But all right, Leicester plus one fifteen to win against Tottenham. Chris, what do you got? Gonna go with the same process here. We've talked about it. We've, we're drilling it into the, the listeners of the podcast here. Norwich playing at home against Aston Villa. Plus two thirty to win. Money, you know what? Money line plus two thirty to win. This is where the the fire goes from yellow to orange. Okay, so (laughs) you know then we're gonna step it up a little bit, and then next week we'll go to you know blue or whatever. You know I don't know the the uh, spectrum of flames, but it's that seems like the natural progression. So home team playing, they're playing at home. Way teams having trouble winning. Plus two thirty also. You, if we cash on that, that's when the, the flames get hotter. So that's what I'm going to go with this week. If you don't feel particularly good about that one and you're still like, ah, you know, he's got a point about, you know, home teams and you just want to hedge a little bit, you can go draw uh, Norwich City, uh, draw no bet at plus 130. So if they draw, if it's a yeah, nil-nil like we've said or or something like that, then, you know, you, no, no skin off your back. But if Norwich City win – like, I think they're going to – it's plus 130. All right, so let's see. Before Dean Smith, here's two home matches for Norwich. Scoreless draw against Brighton, a 2-1 loss against Leeds. And then this is after Dean Smith. They've had three home matches. They beat uh, they beat Southampton 2-1, scoreless draw against Wolves, and then that 1-0 loss against Manchester United. They could easily be unbeaten in four of their past five if they knew how to finish the ball last week. That's all I'm they, saying. <laughs> they could, but <laughs> but they're not. They also haven't scored in the last two at home, and then they were 
dominated at Tottenham. Let's let's no, it's a good idea. Just riding. Don't try to the walk me team. off this cliff. I'm not riding. No, cliff. riding the home team is the way to go. You're you're in the. This is the correct process. So I think we we do we follow the process, and the process will lead us to positive results. I think that's that's what it comes down to. Um, you are going against Steven Gerrard, so that's that's something else. But um, I'm better when I keep my heart out of it. Yeah, they've only <laughs> they've only had these two away matches under Gerrard, so you know it's uh, anything could happen. Okay, yep. that's what it comes down to. But two was it two thirty? Is that what we're getting on Norwich yeah. to win here? Okay, I think I think I hit on my last plus two hundred bet. I was asking. Yeah, you did. It was okay. Well, okay. All right. Here we are now. When a fire starts to burn. All right. Let's let's increase that flame level. Okay. So we got Leicester plus one fifteen to win. If that match gets postponed, we're doing Crystal Palace plus. Wait, is that also plus one fifteen? All right. Also plus one fifteen to win. (laughs) Yeah. And then. Uh, Norwich at home plus two thirty to win. So pretty much all of our best bets are just taking the home teams to win, which is what's happened the last for half the season, pretty much. So I think that's a great strategy on our end. So yeah, I, I agree. The I haven't looked at this yet, but we do it every pod, so I'll get into it real quick. But uh, the most solid goal scoring odds, you know, just because we take a look at them and the guy's got what like twenty three goals and. 22 matches, not worth it this week because he's minus 225. So we're going to avoid that. Pretty much all the four of Liverpool's top goal scorers are minus odds. So wouldn't really uh, entertain those. And I assume if he's minus 225, that is his to score and a win is probably negative as well or minus. Yeah. If you want to bet Liverpool, you got to (laughs) go. You need like a Virgil van Dijk goal or something like that. You got to get creative. Uh, Like you could do like even minus three and a half is, is plus two twenty. So I guess, I mean, four nil, like it's Newcastle just lost to to Leicester four nil. So Joel Monty plus 1000 off a set piece, something, something like that. Yeah. So, all right. That's uh, that's what we got. Game week seventeen. We will be back again. This is another short week, so we'll probably be back in a few days. Um, yeah. So, thanks, Chris. Uh, do we have any uh, cooking and wager tips, or what do we got for uh, this Monday, uh, or Monday night? Uh, as I mentioned, had a night, had a couple brats the other night. Um, uh, classically, you know, my uh, my girlfriend left. I haven't gone grocery shopping, so you know, I'm mm. kind of just been. I had a bunch of pretzels for lunch today. Wow. So, but yeah, times are tough. I'm actually, you know, <laughs> going to do a little late night grocery shopping after this. So, um, I'll have a better update for you on Thursday night. All right, sounds good. Uh, it was, for me, it was uh, it was fish and wagers uh, from Ooh. you know from the time in Florida. So we get some mahi mahi some- tacos. Uh, you know, some fresh sushi. You know, the best sushi. Um, well. I mean, I'm sure there's good sushi out west, but the best sushi I've had in the states is in Florida. Because I mean, the other comparison I have is you know Michigan, basically, and you know even the East Coast sushi like that's it's just not as good. So definitely yeah. some of the best sushi down there. And then oh, I had a I had a whole pompano uh, last night, which was awesome. So 
if you had Pompano right. before, it's a, it's a nice, slim, white fish, uh, you know, very, very delicate and uh, very tasty. Nice and flaky, toss a little butter on the top, something like that. Wow, I'm, I'm quite jealous here. And uh, now I'm, I might just go order sushi instead of uh, instead of going grocery shopping. We'll see. Uh, you should probably do that. Sushi's always a good call. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. Thanks, this is, uh, yep. Thanks, Chris. This is Sushi and Wagers. Uh, thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. Make sure to check out everything at rotowire.com. We will be back for game week 18. The matches never stop. So have fun winning money on our best bets. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.